On Sukkot, the Torah commands us, And you shall take for yourself on the first day pre-Eitz Hadar, referring to the Esrik fruit. The Esrik is part of the Dalad Minim that we are obligated to take on Sukkot. The Mepharshim ask, if we examine the previous Pasuk, it says, We are to celebrate the Yontav of Sukkot and the taking of the Arba Minim on the 15th day of Tishrei. So why does the Torah call it Biomerishan, the first day? So there's a famous Medrash that says, the reason the Torah calls it the first day and not the 15th day is because Sukkot is Rishon Lechesh Benavonis, the first day for the accounting of sins. What does that mean? So the Shlach Kaddish explains that since in Yom Kippur our sins were forgiven, and in the four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, we are so busy preparing for Sukkot, building and decorating the Sukkot, buying the Arba Minim, preparing all the meals for Yontif, that we have no time to sin. Says the Medrash, the first day of Sukkot is Rishon Lechesh Benavainas. The first day we have an opportunity to do a virus again. Chazal debated, what type of fruit was on the Eitz Hadas that Adam Arishan ate from and thereby committing the primordial sin? So according to some opinions, it was an Esrik tree. And the question is, on Yom Kippur we know that the Kohen Gadol did not wear his big day Zahav, his golden vestments when he entered the Kodesh HaKadoshim because the eagle was gold and he can't be dressed in gold because Ein Keteger Nasus Eger. A prosecutor cannot become an advocate. So why here by the Arba Minim can the Esrik that symbolizes the original sin of Adam Arishan be used to perform the mitzvah of the Arba Minim? With the myriads of fruits available, couldn't the Chachamim pick any other fruit? Why specifically the Esrik? And the Beis Ephraim gives a fascinating answer. He says, On Yom Kippur we do tshuva meyira, repentance out of fear of punishment. And our willful sins turn into inadvertent sins. Therefore, even when our sins get revoked, a vestige of the sin still remains. Therefore, on Yom Kippur we say, We abstain from the color gold. We don't want to remind the Rabbani Shloylam of gold. However, the joy of Sukkot is that we do tshuva mahava, repentance out of love of Hashem. And when we do tshuva mahava, our averas are nasazuchiyos, all of our sins turn into mitzvahs. And as a result, we intentionally take the esrik and consciously abstain from taking any other fruit to symbolize that on Sukkot, since we did Tshuva Mahava, we now proclaim that our veras have transformed into mitzvahs. Says the Beis Ephraim, now we understand the words of the Medrash beautifully. Says the Medrash, which fruit should you take? Rishon Lechesh Benavoynas. The first fruit in world history that was ever associated with sin. And which fruit was that? The Esrik. So why do we take the Esrik specifically? Because now that we did Shuvah Mahava, that sin became a mitzvah. And we want to add to our account of mitzvahs. And with this explanation, we now understand another anomaly. On Shmini Atzeres, when we bench Geshem, we daven to Hashem for Panasa. We say, When there was a drought at the episode of Meimeriva and Parshish Chukas, Moshe Rabbeinu struck the rock and water came forth. 
So we ask Hashem, Ba'aviroi al timna mayim. In His chus, don't deprive us of water. And the question is, in the text, by the other references to water, by Avraham Avinu and Yitzchak Avinu and Yaakov Avinu, we mention something positive in relation with water. And we evoke it as a means to gain favor for a year of Shefa. However, the incident with Moshe hitting the stone appears to be a negative one. We should be trying to conceal that episode. Hashem told him to talk to the stone. Hitting it was a sin. So why do we include it as part of our prayers for Geshem? But now we understand why on Shmini Atzeres we say, When Moshe Rabbeinu hit the stone, instead of talking to the stone, he indeed transgressed the command of Hashem. However, now that we are after Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and we are now celebrating Sukkot and the fact that we did Shuvah Mahava, so even though it was initially a sin, we can now mention the episode of Moshe hitting the stone as that sin has turned into a mitzvah. And with this concept, we have a deeper understanding into the Pasuk and Tehillim that we say every day before Marav. Literally translated as, Hashem who has mercy will forgive our sins and does not destroy us. But we can say now, We ask Hashem, Please give us atonement for our averas. However, please don't destroy our sins. Place them in a vault somewhere. Because one day we will return. We will do tshuva mahava. We will repent out of love. We will want those sins to still be existent. As now they will be counted for us as mitzvahs. In the schos of our illustrious forefathers, we should be zoicha to a gemar toiv. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.